filmmaking is a creative process like no other. I find it to be one of the purest and realest form of self-expression. But the same self-expression can differ from person to person. Just like it does with the captain of the ship in filmmaking, the directors. Only by fully understanding the ideas of a director and their film language can you fully enjoy their creation. And that's what today's episode is going to be all about. Directors and filmmakers. Let's go. Action! Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What's another up? episode Welcome of back. the Welcome back. Podcast. Welcome back. Deep voices for the deep mornings. What's up, Am guys? Right? What's up, guys? How's your week been? It's week week six. Wait, 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 wait. Week five. Week five. <laughs> I, I lost count week of, five. of this one. Week five. La. I really lost count of All right. So. Hey, guys. We are in March today. Anyway. What to do? <laughs> Time flies, <sir. laughs> Okay, imagine uh, like like we just began twenty twenty two and it's already we're freaking in March, really, yeah, guys. Seven, what the heck, yeah. man? Oh, twenty twenty two is nine just, more months to go. Twenty twenty two is for me is just twenty twenty part two. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what everyone's been saying, huh? My life has not been the same, so yeah, it's okay. Let's move on to lighter Moving topics. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all know, um, every episode we have this segment to start off our episodes. It's called... The Hot Take! Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> yes, sir. So to start off today's hot takes, let's start off from the guy across me. Wait, on, what's your hot take? The man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> uh, my hot take... Okay. Uh, give, give a bit of context. We, we watch Batman. Ah... Uh, Come on, guys. Uh, you gotta be like that. Me and Vino. <laughs> Sorry, Simon. Sorry, I have this sound. <laughs> this sound will play for me right okay, now. So, uh, <laughs> I'm catching it next then, week. Then, I'm catching then, it next and week. And then okay. we, were, we were in a car, right? And then, and then we... As he was like driving me back. And we talked about how the, the movie lah, a bit. Lah. Then the hot take is like... So, what Vino said was... And I agree. Uh, it's like you take my hot take yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you you repurpose yeah, yeah, it okay, okay, okay. <laughs> very nice okay, yeah, yeah. What, what, what did I say <laughs> so, so you, you you said that you think you said that Spider-Man is a, is a lot of fan service yes like and then you th- you say that after I think back yeah actually it's true yep Spider-Man compare, which Spider-Man No Way Home No Way Home remember a few episodes few episodes back I was like so so like crazy, uh, over crazy about yeah. Spider-Man whoa it's like it has everything that's something I think anything okay uh, if you because after watching Batman, you feel like, hey, Spider-Man and most Marvel movies are like fan service, yep. fan service. So and they, they what, so, what so that's Batman? why they bring back all the 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 Spider-Man, right? Uh huh. So it, it gives the like the Marvel fans what they want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that kind of thing. Okay, okay. Like all the cheesy one-liners, yeah. uh, the corny things. Batman, like we not said as well, and I agree, has a lot of character development. Uh. And they invest a lot of... The whole movie was three hours long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. So oh. they invest a lot of time just building the character, the setting, I just the hope, whole story. Yeah. I just hope that Malaysia s- doesn't cut any scenes. No, they didn't, they didn't cut. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so, it's not R-rated anyway. So the oh, hot okay. thing is that, yeah, I think Spider-Man is not... If... It's not to say like the... Like now I think about it, uh-huh. I feel like it's not... As good as I thought. It's a it's a good film by Marvel by Marvel standards, lah. Yeah, by Marvel standards. But yeah. you can't judge Marvel movies by any other films. I don't think you can judge Marvel movies by the standards of DC. DC is a whole different. Or oh, any other films. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. 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 It's but a, a very different. I, I just feel that 
Mm-hmm. If I now look at new perspective wise, right, Spider-Man is not as good as what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. All I right. mean, yeah, okay. that's what I'll take. Well, I will, take, take. I will see that uh, I, will, I will challenge that opinion once I tune it. What? Tune, the tune Batman? into the Batman. The Batman. Oh, oh you, you will love it. Yeah, next week, yeah. Okay. All right. Your hot take, bro. My hot take. Um, man, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I have been struggling to f- come up with hot takes, cause uh, I'm trying to come up with a hot takes. <laughs> That's that, me uh, last season. <laughs> no, I'm trying to come up with hot takes that uh, that literally they are controversial. Oh. Know, so more spicy. <laughs> uh, my hot take for this week is that I feel that AirPods Pro oh, are not worth the price in terms of sound quality. Okay, the price you're talking about is. The original price or now the discounted I'm talking price? About, I'm talking about now. <laughs> like the, the latest Apple oh, okay, Pro. Okay. Like the, the ones that, that's the in the market now. 899 one lah. Yeah. yeah. For, for, I feel for seamless connectivity, you can't beat it. Of course, if you have an Apple product, of course, you can't beat the seamless connectivity like just like with AirDrop and all the stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I stand my ground on sound quality. Okay. So because uh, currently I have the Sony, the earbuds thing and the, the sound quality is just... Uh, unsurpassed in my opinion uh, mm-hmm. because um, my friend has the AirPods Pro I think the first general not the current one la. The I know that they renewed the AirPods Pro right they, they changed the AirPods Pro is it? No, 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 there's, no only, there's, only, there's only one AirPods Pro oh there's only one AirPods yeah. Pro yeah so, so I tried my friend's one and it was mm-hmm. although it was comfortable it's light in, is on, it on the one ears. the ear tip? yeah yeah yeah, ah, yeah that's it's, the light, one, it's light on the ears and stuff like that but but it's like mm. well I mean we can see hey, like, but, uh, but your hot take applies to all Apple products though yeah. Almost all Apple products. Yeah, in a way. In a way. Uh. But I'm not talking about the AirPods Max because I think the AirPods Max is really interesting because the, a lot of people actually say that the sound quality is pretty good. Um, I've heard that but I also heard people say sound quality is okay but what what makes it good is this sound cancelling deck. Oh. That's what, I heard the spatial audio is really good. Yeah. yeah. Which is... For the right. Max lah. For the Max lah. Yeah. So okay. that's my hot take. That's a good take. That's a good take. Uh... For my hot take, not gonna lie, I've been struggling for a while because I feel like I've really let out all my controversial opinions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I have another one. Because <laughs> imagine yeah, one we season is 10 controversial opinions. Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have another one. Okay. Like what? Shoot. Do you guys know that golf is an Olympic sport? I th- yeah, it's in the it's in the what what are they called? No, not World Cup. Oh my god, what am I talking it's about? In the, it's in the it's Olympic, the Olympics. It's yeah. in the Olympic sport. Yeah. Cause I, mean, I, don't I mean, it's in the Wii. It's in the Wii. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's in, in the Wii, Wii <laughs> but but it's an Olympic sport. Uh huh. And yeah. if you consider the sports that are not Olympic sports, like squash, for instance. Oh, squash isn't it? No. Yeah, if 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 squash is in Olympics, right? We would have Nico got three, three, like, three, four like, gold medals. Gold medals. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I I find it really weird that golf is an Olympic so, sport because the start of such an elite sport. Like it's a sport for the elite, right? It's built that way, like to have access to golf course and golf. Lessons and it's a golf club. It's, very it's basically you know? like a rich person. Yeah, a rich person hobby yeah, 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 sport. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, recently it's been more access- accessible, but mm-hmm. I still feel like Olympic sport. I still don't get. Also, you're saying that golf is not supposed to, like, you don't think I golf. I don't think it should be. You don't think golf should be in Olympics. I don't think it should be. I think okay, it's really okay. weird mm-hmm. that yeah, it's an yeah. Olympic sport. I still don't. I still don't get the whole. I understand um, you lah. How do you the even whole, score it? I don't even. Sure, know. I don't even yeah, play it's just golf, like right? your, the, It's like the first <laughs> shot is just like, oh, I'm shooting it to. The, no, the thing is that how can you guess how much effort you need to hit the ball in order to go to that really small hole that is like a few. In meters that sense, away? there's a lot of skill lah. Yeah. But like, 
is this such an inaccessible sport being a showcase in a you know global event like the Olympics? I don't feel right about it. Mm. But yeah, that's my hot take. All right. So interesting. Screw golf. No. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it once. You heard it again. You heard, yeah. You heard it here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only here on the Three Lattes podcast. Yeah, screw golf. <laughs> um, okay, let's jump right into our episode topic: directors and filmmakers. Right. That's for the claps for all the directors out there. Yeah. Oh. Great job. Great yes. job. I feel like lately we've seen like a renaissance of like directors earning their credits more. Mm. Like we've been seeing more. Um, content oriented movie instead of like big blockbusters that are just made to earn money. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like every movie The Rock makes is just to earn money is just shit movies. <laughs> the oh. Rock. Okay lah. I mean The Rock's movies are usually pretty high. I don't. Okay. Are they high budget? I'm they not so sure. Kinda, uh, they kind of. They, they, they all are, are they pretty are. decent as well in terms of like graphics and cinematography. Like, But they are yeah. like sort of like those kind of blockbuster kind of like style Cheesy, films. corny. Yeah, like, yeah. And he's such a typecast. Like he's casted the same role in every movie. It's yeah, so yeah. annoying. Which is why we have to appreciate directors and filmmakers with their own unique film language. What? what? So like before I start about that, like I just want to ask like what's like how much of a film buff are you guys? Like how much attention do you pay to like movies and the nuances and the and the craft of it like how what what how much how knowledgeable do you think you are when it comes to films and filmmaking and uh, i think for whole. me for me um i would definitely say that i do pay a lot of details and attention to the film when i'm watching it on the big screen mm. um but in terms of like um I do make it a point to actually sit through the credits, you know, because I I, I do uh, respect right. all the amount of work. Last time, we would just leave the cinema. But right. uh, now nowadays, when I'm like watching like a show by myself or maybe if my friends, I'll just say, hey, can we like sit back and just like to watch the credits? You know, maybe you can just... Uh, and I always tend to um, appreciate all of the, the people that do all the different work because every single time I watch the credits of every different, many different kind of movies, right, I always find that there's a very, there's a new like position that plays a role in the film. So for example, like uh, there's this, there's like uh, this graphic, graphic design company that is doing for maybe, but there's like so many graphic uh, departments. Sort of like, yes. There's so many departments. You know, there's departments, departments for like, like for animation, there's like a department for one character. Yeah. And then there's a department for another character. Then they all like merge together. Merge, you know? yeah, so like all crazy. the, 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 comp- <laughs> so the credit, they're super long. Uh. Yeah, so if you go to the compositor, such, yeah. uh, that's a lot of work, you know, I feel. Yeah. So yeah, huge, huge, huge props to the, compo- to the compositors. But I, I really do like, uh, I, I really do like the, to, to like pick up the nuances and like the details of films because it makes me makes me I don't know makes me feel like I'm smart now, I guess. <laughs> you know the people like that the, the people who are like pretentious and obnoxious about it definitely yeah 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 yeah. What, what, how much how are you Young? like how much of a film buff are you I'm not <laughs> you heard it once okay thank you everyone for watching the podcast uh, <laughs> that's a wrap it's only recently it's only uh, like one year back two years but recently I only like try to See, try to see how it all uh, works, mm. right? Yeah. Before that, just watch a movie anymore. Like, just watch only. You you want the you want the fighting. You want all those, the super super like, like uh, dra- uh like a lot of action scene. Yeah, yeah. But you, cause last time, I think it's just recently that 
uh, I got to like handle like camera and all like mm-hmm. and I, I started having interest and also mm-hmm. um, I think can I think like can speak of all of us here like we all had yeah. some experience like shoot, some shooting experience, something yeah. you know whether it's a short film or is it, some, or is it a video yeah. so we know the effort that is needed to put in to like um production yeah you know, yeah yeah you know from from the planning right the pre-production and all and then after that to the to the actual filming itself yeah. and then after that to editing also right so we know that the, the process the, is the process is long and the effort and all and is the like, creative process yeah, is yeah, yeah correct correct so and then only then right then you start okay you start to see things like in film la, yeah, yeah right and no, like, for example, like, you know how like, how they pan this, why they do that, why they do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah how, why, why, why are they wearing this color? This kind of thing, right? Small details. Yeah. Only recently I started to pick this up, lah. So there's a lot of thought into everything, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way. Only recently, only for me, for me. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't a film buff until recently, also. Mm. Like maybe two, three years, because I feel like I realized, um, in in a sense, when you're watching a film, you are consuming a product, correct? Agree. Yes. You're consuming a product. It's a product. I just yeah. watch only, bro. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. But like, no, but no, but you're paying money to watch, right? It's yeah, a product, yeah. what? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're watching a product, right? So you want to get your money's worth. Yeah. Correct. And if you don't, yeah, critique these films, they're yeah. gonna keep giving you trash. You're gonna keep paying for trash. Just like any true, other product. True, true. Just like mm-hmm. any other product. There's, there's, it's like there's no. Uh, there's, there's no QC. There's no quality control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no like a uh, sense of like, oh, we gotta improve and all yeah. this. Yeah. But, when, things, but right? when I was young, I never thought about all oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, of course yeah, we do. Young, we, we just watch cartoons. Of course we don't. But that's yeah. why I, when I started to become like more of a film buff and get interested in films, mm-hmm. I feel like the more, the more, and I also found myself a little community like that the, the pages are full and all that mm-hmm. are like, it's, a, it's my it's my film community per se. So, the, the the conversations they engage in right are like on a higher level when it comes to talking about films mm-hmm. and I feel like this community of like film fans of films Fan, yeah. and, and, like, and like who who analyze things on, a, on another level on a deeper level mm-hmm. what they do is that they critique the work right which makes filmmakers want to do better so you get better films mm. Unless the filmmakers just be like, ah, uh, your which is a which is a problem, Because yeah. they're filmmakers. They're two. I think there are two types of filmmakers in the industry. One is your generic money making blockbuster filmmakers. They in it just for the money, right? The other filmmakers are the author in uh filmmakers. You know what an author f- director is? Is basically someone who who assumes visionary who assumes the call co- the 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 creative control on almost all elements of production. So directing, screenwriting, mm. music, camera work, lighting, everything. So. So that's why this episode is 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 almost a we, we, need, we need to talk about yeah, yeah. we need to talk about these directors that stand out because what they do is a service to cinema. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Correct? I, I really agree to that. Yeah. It's a service to cinema. I mean there's a lot I mean there there are lo- loads of directors out there la, to be very honest with you and uh everyone is still improving their craft in many ways. Uh, but I think these directors who have their own uh, taste, their own style, they really do set the benchmark for the industry. And I, hey, even like I can say like, it's like they set a quality for other directors to get inspired by. So, Correct. Yes. Yeah. 
over these years I've been I've been more inspired by directors because what 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 this this these directors do when they establish a, a certain sense of style towards mm-hmm. how they make films, it's almost like a a pattern a pattern right mm. like this is what my films are going to be like and this is what you're going to get yep and I'm going to assume all it's like as a director I I I'm I'm, I'm I'm giving you a cute... Basically, what a director does is basically beyond just being on set and like... Action. I think cut yeah. and action. You're basically... What you're doing is you're curating an experience for the film filmmakers. Yeah. So from the start, you have to say... In a way, you're guiding. La. It's yeah. like a sense of guidance and you're trying to... Because I don't think... Okay. I, I, I believe that majority of like the crew that is like beneath the director of course they also have a vision yeah. but the main visionary is, is of course the director the author directors yes. the, so, the ones that assume, so I feel like the director yeah. is the one that if people sort of like lose their way in terms of like because you think about this uh, when you're going when you're filming a movie right from uh from the from like day from the first the start of the film to like the end of the film right you're bound to, in a way, I guess, lose track of what's important. Or you're bound to lose track of uh, the stylistic purpose and like you feel like maybe you can cut corners here and there. But the director is there to say, maybe, no, I want to do it in this way because this will give the most impact. Yeah, you know, that kind right. of thing. Like you know? I've made short films where I feel like taking, sh- you know, taking short, like, like, like taking the shortcut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. And like, and like compromising the creative control a little yeah. bit. That's an eight minute video, dude. Yeah. These, these dudes are like working on a bigger budget, hour, three hour long movies yeah. and they have to Which always stay disciplined mm. to their... Focus, man. To Focus. their aesthetics mm. and they have to really make sure everyone's on board to the team because that's... Because because like a movie is not just a director, correct? Mm. But a director is the one that, like I said, curates the, 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 the experience. Mm. So he picks the, he picks the music director and tells them, this is what I this is what I want the sounds to be like. Mm-hmm. He picks the cinematographer, the the cameraman, the camera crew. This is what I I want my shots to be like. He picks the the editor. This is how my cuts to be like. This he picks the lighting department. This is how my lighting. Be like. He picks the costume department. This is how my costume is going to be like. Mm. Then you curate this entire experience for the audience. That's yeah. a lot of work, and this is where certain directors stand apart because this is where you can you can separate like normal generic directors like your. I, mean, I don't want to name names like Michael Bay, for instance. Mm. Right? Every time I think of Michael Bay, I just think of like Flash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a good director. Like. I mean, he makes like really big blockbusters. Yeah, big, yeah. big, 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 big movies. Yeah, which very, is very big, actually. Very, very big, big movies, very big. you know. But, that's but a, they flop though. Yeah. <laughs> but they flop though, Transformers. There's <laughs> like few movies that are good. Like Bad Boys was good for me. Huh? Sorry? Bad Boys was good. Uh, Bad Boys is okay. Yeah, but yeah, other than that, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like, that's an exp- example of a generic mm. uh, director. And then the director's like, Martin Scorsese, you know, your 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 Wes Andersons, your Christopher Nolans, you know, mm, they're different. Yeah, yeah. They're Very cut different. they're cut from different cloth. I would say like they are some sort of like novelists. Yeah. You know? That's what auto means. Basically, yeah, you yeah. have entire control of what happens. Yeah. So like what 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 do you think about like these kind of directors? Like, like these kind of novelist directors? Yeah, like what what makes you think that they're special? And what do you think they do to cinema? Well, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? Uh <laughs> <laughs> we are being put on spot, man. Say like, what was like, the question? Again? Okay, I put it. I put it very simple terms for you. Wait, like, I was like, say what? <laughs> no, I, I, I put it very simple terms for you. Like, okay, you have watched Michael Bay films like um Transformers. You have watched films like um. If he, did didn't you watch a trailer for one of his films, Ambulance? They dated the other day. Oh yeah, Ambulance. ambulance and, and then there are films like um, 
God, Godzilla and whatnot and what whatever not. And then you have films like The French Dispatch. You have films like The Social Network. You have films like uh, The Irishman, The mm. Wolf of Wall Street. You can know that there are two different type of films, right? The distinguishment. The distinguish, right? Can you as can you see where it's set apart? Uh yeah, I think you can. Uh I think I think we can we can we can all like how to say uh di- di- dissect filmmaking dissect, yeah. into like different mm, parts, mm, right? Yeah. Yes. There are like you know, Aga Aga, you also know like there's like uh story is one, mm. uh what else you what? Uh sound is one. Mm, mm, mm. Uh yeah. you can say production also is one. Yeah, definitely. Production uh, in terms of what? Like production, like in terms of like you no know, uh the crew or maybe like the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. set. Uh, okay. So and then you have that. like cinematography is one. Mm-hmm. So I think you can I think by doing that, right, by dissecting into the different parts, yeah. then you can you can narrow it down and see what's different though. So mm, so when you watch I, so when the names so okay, wait, go on. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you, like, so like I already named this this two type of different films, right? Yeah. So like what can you appreciate about the the films that are more how to say artistic? Mm. They are more higher sense of cinema. Like, what do you think? Because you watched French Dispatch, right? Like, I recommend it to you. Yeah. So like, you feel like, you know, they stand out from like, example lah. This is just a really vague example. You feel like they stand out, like, they feel different compared to like, Avengers. Correct. Man yeah. versus Steel. Man, 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 man of Steel. Man of Steel. <laughs> man versus Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to theatres near you. <laughs> I would say that they, they, they actually, seriously, they present the film as an art form. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and you, mm. can, you can feel I think you watching it, you can feel the difference. No, yeah, yeah. I think you, there's like a feel, there's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Uh, if you, you, uh, because when you watch when you watch time, it's like it always engage with you, ma. Right? It's like mm. the movie you, you, it always. It keeps you interested, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. It keeps you interested, right? Mm. Like Christopher Nolan with his storyline and the yeah. time thing. Oh, yeah. So you yeah. know, it catches your attention. You're like, oh my god, what's he, always, he always dives <laughs> in into like such sciences stuff. Like, yeah. If you were to watch Inception and Tenet and you yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't know it was a Christopher Nolan movie, you would assume it's a Nolan movie, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. That's what set apart sets yeah. apart like, you these know, kind of exactly, Yeah, their own yeah, si- yeah, yeah. signature. Signature, yeah, yeah. yeah. Correct. How about you, Simon? Like, what do you think about this direct, these filmmakers that have their own identity and their own? My language? my opinion and what separates them from like the real put like quotations generic directors is that they they know how to keep the plot continuity like the the flow of the plot feels natural, and I think uh, the important thing is also that um, they yeah like what Wei Yang says it's good story but I think it also comes to play with the actors as well. Uh, who they choose mm. and how like for example I'll just give you a very 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 interesting example you look at Wes Anderson's like uh, s- films for example you look at um, for example The Grand Budapest okay the, the lead act the, 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 the lead actor um, the, the guy with the moustache not the not, not the small guy I mean the, the one who Ralph, takes care of the Ralph, hotel Ralphian <laughs> the, the one who takes care of the hotel yeah. Ralphian yeah, yeah so good like, actor like he you like he has such an interesting character, you know, like in that story. But yet, like when you see him directing, like, I mean, he's Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's actually Voldemort. So, so, so it all it all comes down to, uh, how the characters, um, I guess, basically ex- he's projecting ex- yeah. his vision onto yeah, yeah, the onto the onto the screen. Yeah, yeah, the screen. The, and and 
yeah, mm, I would say that yes. So it's all about to me a good a good director and a good story. It comes with good story, but to me, it's always uh how it always like the 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 flow of the story is good and also it keeps me interested in the sense that. Uh, the plot twist. Okay, every every movie always has like their own plot twist, correct? It's like an there, up and down. The, there's the build up and then after that suddenly plot twist and then after that you get your conclusion. You know, but then certain plot... Your 3X structure, yeah, you know. Certain yeah. plot twists, like you can mostly predict, predict one. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it will end in this person die. You feel like this person like, okay, maybe he's die, gonna die or maybe this person's gonna uh, get together <laughs> with this other person or something's gonna happen. But for films that really change that and like you make you feel like and then like you just slaps in your face like nope that's not what that's not what the the, the plot twist is you know something like that so those kind of movies uh, that I feel that's what separates these directors from like the regular directors because I feel like the regular generic directors they they, they, they aim to please yeah that's yeah, they, they sell out lot basically you know yeah. which I don't really blame because like at the end of the day you still want to make I feel it works though it still gets the money yeah you still want to make money <laughs> Right, I mean, you're in a business. You have yeah, to yeah, make it's yeah. a job, and you yeah, have to make job, money. Yeah. Which is what makes me respect this kind of this kind of author directors more because they still have to make money, but they are not willing to compromise their creative uh, vision. Yeah, which yeah. is and they're doing it consistently over the years. Mm, yeah, so look. like, yeah, and, 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 and they usually take their time. Yes, they don't make like films every year. <laughs> yeah, take their time. Look yeah. at Christopher Lo- Christopher Nolan for example. Like, he, he to be really fair, he's a very he's a very consistent filmmaker. Meaning to say that. He takes his time making films, but it's, but he's always making films. Yeah, yeah. He's always making films, which is a good thing la, for yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think for me, I think the one thing you say is like, yeah, the consistency in output. Is mm. a, usually these kind of directors, right, they outlast your generic directors. And like Martin Scorsese has been making films since Bro, the 70s. Yeah, quite long. Uh, yeah, it's 50 years of directing, long. you know, and he's still relevant. You know why? Because... He has his own identity in the... Yeah, he directed The Goodfellas. The Goodfellas, the good yeah. 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 Raging Bull, Taxi Driver. Mm, yeah. These are classics. You know? They're still here. He's still here. He's, he's still making movies. He's still making movies. So, they usually the longevity there is better. But my, I mean, you when you hear Martin Scorsese, first things first that you think of is that, oh, another mafia movie, you know, something like that, you know. But, uh, but he's made some some different stuff. Like, have you watched Silence? Uh, yeah, Silence. Silence is... Uh, not mafia at all. <laughs> it's not mafia, yeah. Not mafia at all. But it's very, yeah, yeah, that was a good show as well. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about filmmakers, directors, and like what we like about these kind of directors. Let's talk about, let's, let's name names. Mm. Let's go around the table and let's name like our favorite filmmakers and let's talk about them for a while. So Sweet. Weyong, my man. <laughs> Why not your name? <laughs> then I just see your- Weyong, I think- No, but then it's even better because I, I want to see your fresh perspective. Mm, <laughs> my name, I only have two. You don't, right. so, you don't have to be so pessim- pessimistic about it's it, okay, bro. It's okay, it's okay, man. Say. Just share, just share. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> two years ago, two this was three. me. <laughs> <laughs> two years ago, I couldn't name I the director of a movie. I don't even know. Last time when I went to a movie, I don't care who the director was. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Uh, I don't watch it. That's all of us. That's all of us at one point. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. David Fincher. Good starter. David Fincher. Yeah. And Wes Anderson. This three only. What did he... He's actually very impressive. He knows David Fincher. David Fincher is... Gorgle, Social Network. Um, damn, I forgot a couple. Uh, Gorgle, Social Network. Have you have you watched the Social Network? I did hear about it lah. You haven't watched then it. Zodiac was no. under him one. Zodiac, correct. Oh. Seven. Seven. Uh, Fight Club. 
Oh, he died. Fight Club. David Fincher. Yeah, he's yeah. actually very. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know until uh, I researched. The, the girl, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, these all great, great films. David Fincher. I'm actually very impressed. You know David Fincher because he's one of those directors that make really good films, but not a lot of people know about him unless you're a film buff. I'm gonna disappoint you because I I only got to know him not through. Oh, movies. Gone Girl. Okay. I I I got to know him because of the Netflix series. Oh, oh. Uh-huh. good one. Only oh. from that lah. That's yeah, still cool. Did he direct Alien? Yeah, he did. So oh, I'm mistaken, he did. Alien 3. No, yeah. So that's the three three names I got. Here. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. But what do you like about these directors though? <laughs> to be honest, right? I'm like very honest. Uh. Yeah. I watched all these things a uh, long time ago. Di. Okay. <laughs> I mind because I think I forget what I watched. Uh, like, like in a way that I forget all these details. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. So I can't. Understand. Like, if that's why I did research a bit lah. Yeah. Because I myself, yeah. I cannot, I don't have enough knowledge now to recall back what I what okay, was then, the... Okay, then I'll give you a very short, like, I'll, I'll throw you a bone. Uh-huh, okay, okay, okay. Have you watched The Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, I did. Have you watched... Um, it that was Dave Fincher, right? The War of... Eh? No, 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 no. Have no, you no, watched no, no. The War of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, yeah, I did. Guess who directed those two films? I want to say... I want to say uh, the guy who directed Venom. No, no, he's, no. he's the actor. He's the actor. Yeah. I, I, I'll just say it. He was the same guy that directed the Batman. Huh? Yesterday. Oh, Matt Reeves. Yesterday. Yeah. Matt Reeves. Oh, oh yesterday. Matt Reeves. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, yeah why, I've forgotten. I was just so, looking at the details Do you remember yesterday. watching those those ape films? Yeah, yeah, I do. Do you remember what it felt like? <laughs> no. Like, but <laughs> it's been they, too but long. Then, <laughs> no, but like, How long was it a movie? Uh, 2006. <laughs> 16. Uh, uh, but there are certain scenes that like that you can you can you can not you can you can generally like remember basically it's the, like serious undertone la. You can remember the tone of it, right? And all that. Right. <laughs> I think so. I think so. You can, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you compare it to your experience <laughs> watching. Your face was just like I'm, no, I'm pretty sure like, no, you watch this kind of films, right? It doesn't go away one. Like you, you normally you kinda you kinda remember a little bit. I have a goldfish yeah. memory now, to be honest. Right, I will right, put right. it out here. It's not like it's not like I always remember every scene, but we kinda yeah, remember yeah, yeah. the the tone a bit, right? Like how it's like taken and all that. I think I think all those movies like they're all quite dark, quite yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Very sinister. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You already know what you're just good enough. Like, I mean, that's 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 Mad Reeves lah for you. Mm. That's Mad yeah. Reeves. Yeah. So what about you, Simon? Name one of yeah. Uh, I'll just repeat what he said for one person just now. Uh, Christopher no- Christopher Nolan has got to be up there for me lah. Okay. He he uh from the Dark Knight uh from the Batman. The, the basically the Dark Knight series, okay, the trilogy. <laughs> to be honest, uh, I never watched the Dark Knight series. Uh, I, you I have to, man. It's I, so good. Because I was not a fan of Batman. Uh, oh. I'm sorry. Mm. Siri, why do you keep? Um. <laughs> You're not a fan of Batman. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, you know, last time I just more Marvel guy. Huh? Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is where a geek side comes out of me. I think Batman is a really, really good superhero. Yeah. Okay. You know what I think of of Batman as this. Batman is like the Iron Man of DC, but less gadget. Uh. Well, I think I I think at one point he feel less hero like then. He, yeah. He's not. He's a playboy. He, the Batman kind of 
Yeah, operates, no, Batman no, operates in this grey area of being uh, a hero yeah. and, a, and an anti-hero. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. almost there. And that's what I like yeah, about yeah. Batman. Like, it's very... And then the other one I like is Spider-Man, which is the complete opposite of yeah, what yeah, Batman yeah. is. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. getting back to the picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Dark Knight uh, trilogy has got to be one of my favourites. Uh, Inception is a, is a movie that I can watch over and over again because I just find it so immersive. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always try to watch it with, like, uh, a big screen. And good sound system oh, okay, because okay. Uh, Hans Zimmer is next <laughs> Inception, level. Inception, man. Yeah, it's next level. Dunkirk has got to be one of my favorites as well. I never finished Dunkirk. Uh, Dunkirk is good. Dunkirk, Dunkirk is, is really good. I love the tone. I love the colors that they use for that film. It was on Netflix, right? At one point. <laughs> think I, it's on. It's on HBO, la, I think. A lot yeah, of movies are actually on HBO. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up is Steven Spielberg. Um, he sounds familiar lah. I don't watch a lot of Steven <laughs> oh, Spielberg oh, 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 films. Movies, uh, ready, ready Player One? Yeah, Ready Player oh, One. Oh, Ready Player uh, One. Okay, okay. Uh, E.T., Jurassic Park, Saving Pride Ryan. Jurassic Park was his baby. Indiana Jones. Oh. The you, first you said Saving Pride Ryan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saving Pride Oh, Ryan. that's so long ago. So like... Um, yeah, he's been there for a long yeah, time. So the in my opinion, <laughs> Steven Spielberg, when I hear his name, although I don't watch a lot of his stuff, yeah. when you hear his name, you feel nostalgia. Okay. You yep. feel you were brought back to like the olden days. You you hear you hear the Jurassic Park theme. Steven Spielberg for you. Okay. okay. And uh, uh uh come on guys, I cannot I cannot I cannot um how to say not I cannot not include this this director George Lucas. He's not doing anything right now, I you know. But Star Wars was just the bomb. Oh, did he make anything Wars other than Star Wars? I think he did a few la, but I think that's about it. Mm. When I went to look up la, la, on Wikipedia and stuff like that, the majority was all just Star Wars. Yeah. You know, I have very mixed feelings about him because I feel like, are you a director or are you, do you just make Star Wars, Star I Wars think, films? I think he had a vision. Obviously, yeah. Uh, so he, 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 of course, he, but he came out with all this, he came out with six films. Yeah, which is good. La. I mean, which, which is, was crazy. Which, you is know. A, which is a feat of his own. So, so I feel like, I think he, he's but, maybe just like, um, uh, I don't know advising maybe right now or like consultant like consultant maybe. yeah know. very hard for me to judge George Lucas because I feel like he like he makes predominantly Star Wars films but he did set, set the, 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 the the bar, bar. for the industry you know yeah. like in terms of sci-fi films if he made any other films I'd be so interested to watch it's just I don't know if he will that's, yeah that's yeah thing. yeah that's the <laughs> thing. thing that's the thing that's the thing yeah but that's that's, that's just some of yeah George Lucas the, oh that's actually a very I didn't think I would hear the name today Mm, yeah. forget about that person dealer. we all forget George Lucas because Star Wars is like so long ago already. true yeah. yeah that's the thing also because he only made Star Wars so it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right moving on moving on Vinod um, y'all have named a couple already uh, Christopher Nolan yeah I think you said the OG uh, I'm very very surprised you said David Fincher because David Fincher is one of the directors that don't get like I said this is very a lot well, of recognition it gets a lot of recognition in the in the in the in the film fraternity, because he has, he has his own. Oh. His own I got I got to look up David Fincher more, man. Yeah, like the regular movie goes probably won't know him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. But like that is true. People, because <laughs> I was there, I was <laughs> like that. Also. That's why I was laughing. As I go in, <laughs> watch. Uh, yeah, who the hell is David Fincher? <laughs> Think about it. If I go, if I go to anyone and say, do you watch? Who he? Do you yeah. do you watch David Fincher films? I'm like, huh? Who's that? If I tell Gongol, like, oh my god, he directed Gongol. What a great film. <laughs> he right? directed Gigi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And all these all these women, they're like. I like, wanna be like, like I wanna be one, that huh? I wanna be that girl in Gone Girl. Uh, Such a great film. Do you know who's David Fincher? I have no idea who's that. 
<laughs> I mean, even some guys don't know who is that. Like, I'm just saying that that's, yeah, his, yeah, that, yeah. that's his status right now. But he's such a good director. He makes really, really good. He's actually one of my... He's my he's my top three, all top five, top three all-time filmmakers. Mm. Honestly, constantly giving great See, that's stuff. A, that's a really good segue to the next section, actually. Yeah. I also <laughs> want to name a couple if I go like uh, yeah. Martin Scorsese. Uh, Quentin. Uh, yeah, Tan- you were talking about Martin Scorsese, <laughs> man. Who who is he? Uh? <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Uh, have you watched The Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street. Shutter Island. He uh, directed. Uh, Shower Go- Island. Goodfellas. Uh, Goodfellas. Casino. Wait, 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 Irishman. Shutter Island. Sounds so familiar, no? Shutter is it? Island. Oh, Shutter Island, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I do. I did. I did. I did. I did. I watched that one. That's Scorsese. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Shutter Island. Yeah. The Irishman. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the Irishman. Yeah, that's he Martin, directed those films. That's Martin Scorsese. All right, man. Yeah. Um, Wes Anderson, of yeah, course. Wes Paul Anderson. Thomas Anderson. <laughs> Tim Burton, I want to say. I wanted to I put suppose. Tim Burton. I wanted to put Tim Burton, but I couldn't. <laughs> For the film that he, he directed. <laughs> but I couldn't. Uh, Tim Burton, um, Caroline, uh, uh, Sweeney Todd, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, yeah, Sweeney Todd, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, Johnny Depp one. Those are like old classics. Willy Wonka, man. I think so. Yeah, Willy Wonka. Oh, it's him. It's by him. He Willy Wonka. I have a funny feeling he did. Tim Burton? <laughs> Tim Burton, yeah. Search it up, bro. Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Alice in oh, Wonderland. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. Seriously? I used to roll. Hey, but somehow you feel that if... I could be wrong, but there's such, but such, but there's such a Tim Burton film though. Just like you somehow if you... Like, like, like you said he directed Willy Wonka, right? Then I wouldn't be surprised if he directed... Alice in Wonderland. And he also directed... Oh, He directed one of my favorite uh, Batman films. It's, it's, like, the, it's the, Batman... Yeah, uh, the 1989. One with, yeah, the one oh, with the wow. penguin, right? Oh uh, no, no, the one with the Joker, the one uh, uh with um, what's his name? Uh, the one, this one as the Joker. Uh, with Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Okay. Yeah, Willy Wonka. Oh, uh, yeah, I never yeah. knew. Okay. Yeah, these are Tim Burton films. Hey. Oh, and I never knew he directed the Batman. Okay, that's that's one of my favorite. I want to name one yeah. more before we go over. I don't think I I would know this. Akira Kurosawa. Akira Kurosawa. What, what, no what he I'm or so she sorry. directed? If I tell you, you wouldn't know because he's a Japanese guy. Oh, it's a Japanese guy. So he directed Japanese film now. Long time ago. Oh, long time long ago. Time long ago. time ago. Okay, okay. Long time ago. He actually gave birth to a lot of, not to give birth, he kind of popularized a lot of filmmaking techniques that we use today instead of plots like hyperlink cinema uh-huh. you, know, you, know, you know, if you watch movies where they're like multiple characters have their own storyline and they converge into one main plot. Uh-huh. Okay. Akira Kurosawa kind of popularized that. Akira mm. Kurosawa. One of his movies. Akira. Great guy. Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, I don't think you watched it. Oh my very, God. Very old. Sorry. Very old. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick, he directed The Shining. Oh uh, yeah, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. good guys. Anyway, so uh, we have named all these directors. Let's go into our top three. Bro, direct- Ak- Akira Kurosawa is like so old. Yep. Oh my God. Which is why I said I probably He's the OG really... la, basically. Bro, okay. That's very interesting, man. Okay, cool. Alright, diving in. Top, top three. Top three favorite directors slash filmmakers of all time for you guys. I don't think we really need to talk much about this lah. We can just list down our, our three. I only have three already. We, what we can do is that we can list down our three and then we can list down one of our favorite films and then we can talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Alright. All repeat. <laughs> Name your filmmaker, name the film, talk about it. Yeah. Name nice. the film, yeah. And then you can we, we talk about it. Because we, we did talk about <laughs> quite a fair bit of like the... I, I'm sure that there'll be repeated names. <laughs> I am very for sure. Okay. So let, let's dive in into the top three. Okay. Like, why not we start... Okay lah. Sorry, Wei Yong. <laughs> let's start oh, with me you. Again, uh. Let's start with you. Uh, 
I would say I would I would like to talk about Wes Anderson. Hmm. Okay. Because I just finished Friend Dispatch like yesterday. I stopped halfway or some way. And I finished it like yesterday. It. I think I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> so and, and I also did some research lah. So this is not all my this is not just my net general mm-hmm. knowledge, it's just that I also search something I watched on YouTube videos or so. Then Wes Anderson, uh one like when when you mentioned that he directed Grand Budapest Hotel, that was like, oh that's a good movie, man. Mm-hmm. And only okay, Wes Anderson. What's next? Friend, the French Dispatch came on this year, right? Yeah, yeah, last, year. last year. Last year. Just recently, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. There's another opportunity for me to go watch a new film directed by him. Yeah. So yeah, it's very interesting and and it's so, I, I feel, because I only watch these two films, but uh-huh. I feel it's, it's quite, it's very consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In these two films, it's so, it's, it's very, it's the it's, whole yeah. art around it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really yeah. It's consistent in the, in the sense it's wacky as hell. Yeah. Yeah. So, definitely. Um, Story-wise, it's really very interesting. Mm. Is there the characters, the setting? I think the French Dispatch is what? In France? Uh? Actually, I did write down here about yeah. something about Wes Anderson. Like, uh, when you when you hear Wes Anderson, right, you will hear that, oh, uh, precise is all that we can say. He is very precise and he's known for his unique style of composition that makes it so satisfying to watch that uh, his films all, when you watch it, right, you know that it's him really. He's very famous because like most of his uh, films, he has this um, his thing composition. F- his thing for symmetry. Yeah, symmetry. He yeah. has this he has this distinctive Bro. idea of like every frame is is symmetrical. Yeah. That's what makes it so aesthetically pleasing are... to watch. Right? That's why right, yesterday when I watched the rest of my French dispatch, because after I, I watched after I did my research. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, Every scene is the same. It's so consistent. Yes. Until the end. Uh, and I started watching in the middle. Okay, can yeah. you imagine like all the people on set, they, they literally have to make sure like they don't move any freaking thing <laughs> and yeah, they measure yeah, everything yeah. It's properly. It's very precise. It's very yeah, meticulous. And not only that, it's made on film. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It makes yeah. it harder. You know? yeah. I, I think if, if you never say, I wouldn't realize. Yeah. But because you, it's so nicely. Yeah. But yeah. you realize that it's so nice to watch yeah. because it's, it's symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's symmetrical. And yeah, when yeah. you realize it's like that, you notice it like it's very obvious. The OCD ness in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one. Which is that's cin- 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 cinematography. Cinematography, la. yes. Right. Yeah, okay. So I think colors. Colors, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. I did this I did a research. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, that's cool. It's a very limited and color palette though. It's very pastel y. Yeah, it's very limited, but Grand Budapest yeah. Hotel was very pastel y. It's yes. very pastel pink. Uh, yeah. it, but but it works pers- though. I don't know why. Like it makes it feel as if like I'm in this world, same with, with them as well. Like you wouldn't think like with your own eyes, like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. your world would look like, like, like that. Like, like, like you feel like his vision is very Car- sto- comic, comic, very story book wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's as if as if like you're reading like a kid's story yeah, book. Yeah, kid's story book. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, I think true. the way you just color. I think like like remember you tell me how like the black, the the black and white, and then the color is like. They, it's like a way for him for him to distinguish the time uh, the timeline uh, like how like it was the past no it's distinguish you as a reader because basically the French Dispatch is, is, is a newspaper right yeah. so whenever it's in black and white yeah. you're watching the film as the reader of the newspaper huh. okay, when, you like, like, oh. colors, yeah. when you see it in colours when you see it in colours you're okay. viewing it from the characters in the movie a little bit I of think for Grand Budapest Hotel it's like it's like the black and white is the past yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The color yeah. is the... If you watch French Dispatch, you, you realize it's like the black and white thing. Yeah, it's, which is very I'll watch it, I'll so watch it interesting. It's very cool, man. So How he uses color to tie in with his story, with his yeah. the vision. You know he uses a lot of miniatures? Yeah, miniatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he tries to keep things 
classic lah, not yeah. too much. Yeah. Um, Even effects. the music he uses is all pop music from sixties and seventies. And if you ever if you ever realize, right, most of his films they usually have this heist element. Heist element. His film, ah. Yeah, always. It was a, like like in Grand Budapest Hotel was the painting. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the French Dispatch was also the. The, the 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 last plot, remember? I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Yeah, don't spoil it for me, please, okay. guys. Yeah. I remember watching. Yeah, so yeah, he's always an element. Yeah, Russ Anderson, good good choice. Next one. Oh, me? Yeah. Are we going like one by one? Okay, okay, okay. Let, let's do that. Okay. Why not you uh, talk yeah. about the other? Um I definitely have a few uh I I'm I'm definitely repeat like a few lah, definitely, but uh, I'll just go in different orders so that I won't really sound like I'm repeating myself. But I wanna say Jordan Peele. Yes. Uh, he's a new director. Okay. Uh, he and Pew, the Jordan Pew. Uh. Yep. Yes, yes. Like Jordan Pew is, I would say his movies. He's he's only a recent up and comer, only you know. But he only has two films two, to his name. Yeah. But his two films, and the next one, uh, coming out called Nope, is literally like, uh, a, uh, how to say. I I don't I don't know the word for this. It's like mm. a significance of him like in this film industry you know because he set it's like, like a magnum opus yeah he's, he came, suddenly came into like the film industry and then he just like told everyone oh yeah hey guys this is what I can do and then like, we were just all this like what a, this is a comedian making horror films by the way yeah you would never crazy. imagine like a comedian making yeah. like a freaking horror f- horror th- slash yeah, yeah. thriller films you know yep. Yep. his films are masterpieces in my opinion despite the reviews that he gets on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff la. I I feel like he does a great job at uh, presenting uh, unsettling feelings yeah. uh, in his films and he and that's just so great because it, it just makes you feel like like what the heck you know that kind of thing you know and it just feels odd that it's, it, it doesn't seem like a regular thriller or regular horror anymore yeah. you know? and he's so imaginary like the recent trailer trailer for Nope right I don't even know what the heck it is. Like, I, like, know, I know there's an alien involved, but I yeah, I think it's it. alien lah. But then like, it, it just looks, the, the poster is literally a, a horse floating in the air. Do what you, the heck is that, man? Do you ever realize that his films always have like a social or political commentary? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like for example, Get Out is about like the blacks and the yeah, whites, even the racism. Us, even Us. Yeah, is, us, yeah. us is about what again, dear? Wait, what is Us? Us is the one, the, 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 the clones. The, the clones. Sounds so familiar. I think, clones, I think I know. I just knew Yeah, the, the, the clones. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, despite him being an up-and-comer, he's great. Yeah, that's all I got to say. Okay. I want to talk about David Fincher. Um, David Fincher, again, directed Gone Girl. Codes, yeah. Directed uh, Social Network. Directed Alien mm-hmm, 7. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. All these films are really great films. But what, what makes him so different? This is what this is his signature, right? He, when he makes films, he has a lot of um, choreographed shots. Choreographed shots. Okay. okay. Meaning, mm. the performer, mm-hmm. the actor, and the camera crew, mm-hmm. they work in tandem because he uses this filmmaking style where the camera mimics the the the, the character's movement. So, so let's say if you're walking across the room, the camera walks oh, next to you across yeah, the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of choreography correct, there correct. because you have you cannot miss a beat. If you miss a he's, beat, he's known for like getting a lot of cuts on. Yes, for the director, like you do of, a lot of takes on a lot, of, a lot of cuts, a lot oh, of takes. A lot of takes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah to get it, the choreography is right there. Interesting. Which, which is why it's also a lot. He does a lot of long takes. Oh my gosh, a lot of long takes, and in terms of colors, right? If you watch Dave Fincher films constantly. 
yes, a lot of muted colors. But this is this is running joke. Yeah. That uh, David Fincher sees the world in only two colors, blue and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so true because if you actually watch his films, yeah. and if you like watch every one of his films, maybe the latest like six, seven latest films. If you like separate, right? It's all he always uses. He's is very predominantly he emphasizes on blue lighting and yellow lighting, hmm. okay. and it's not lighting by the way. It's yeah. in I post. know his films are blue lah. It's also yellow. Like Gone, Gone Girl, like was pretty blue. It's also yellow. Uh, I, I need to you, see again. You, uh. If you watch it again, you, you realize it's like the scene where he was in um the other yeah. guy's house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so yellow. Oh, it's so yellow. Okay, okay, and. And it's and he never use and he doesn't use a natural uh, lighting for it. It's he, always like edit in post in, in edit post like edit shadows, line. highlights, and all this. Mm. He always makes this thing where it's always blue and yellow, and it kind of adds like a, an extra character into the film, ah. the scening and the lighting. I see, I see, I see. Uh, he, he uses a lot of white angle shots. Mm. White angle shots are used to show the character's environment, mm. and because it makes films that are a bit unsettling, a bit disturbing. When you show white angles and characters in its environments, they're disturbing as well. Yeah. So you as the audience are immersed in that disturbing and environment like if you watch if you watch seven mm-hmm. you feel like the entire time you feel so good uh seven is basically a film a, de- a detective film about two de- detectives trying to trying to find this killer who's a serial killer right and in the film with his white shots and everything you feel like you're in such an unsettling environment interesting right you feel like because it's taken place in like the suburb of new york and you feel like you are there it's gritty it's rainy, it's just not a good pla- great place to be and you feel like you're there, right? So, and then, um, monochromatic, desaturated colors, I just talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, very sinister themes. Mm. Fight Club, I don't think I watched it. No. I, no, despite, very... I, despite having watched like Wolf of Wall Street or anything like that, like, I haven't watched like Fight Club yet. Fight Club is crazy. Um, Gongo is very sinister, right? Yeah, yeah. Gongo is the... The, the girl that set up the husband... And then ran away and then came back. The Ben Affleck was husband. Yes. Uh. Yes. Bro, you know, you know, I was watching the David Fincher like style explaining on YouTube. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bro, one of the scenes in Gone Girls, right? The way he uses a sound. Yes. I watch at night, you know, I'm damn scared, you know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, this thing about mixing diegetic and non like it's like natural sounds mm-hmm. and edited post sounds as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. He, okay. The the that particular scene, uh, oh, we you know the scene in when she when she's trying to in the in the house, yeah. this is like glaring. I don't know how to call it, but it's this sound that's like it builds up. Uh-huh. It's like it's like a siren, but like a muted siren. And it goes like uh, it's like ambient sound. Yes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. correct, correct. Yeah. It sets the the, yeah. the atmosphere. Like. And that's a David Fincher signature. Mm, and you would right. think how would he apply it in the movie, but Facebook he still does it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> if you watch social social network, he still does it. He still does it. Uh. I don't know how he does it, but he still does it. Interesting. David Fincher. Uh, ask me one of my one of my favorite David Fincher, what is my favorite David Fincher film Seven it's on Netflix you should watch it it's by Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman oh okay 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 and Gwyneth no not Gwyneth Paltrow uh, no yes Gwyneth Paltrow Gwyneth Paltrow Ooh, yeah interesting and Kevin Spacey oh I've never heard this yeah. one before very small cast only there's four people only okay. but oh, just watch it dude it's kind of the films I can watch again and again and again Seven. Check it out, guys. Seven. Seven by David Fincher on Netflix. Yeah. So, moving forward, uh, Wei Young, what's your second in line? Second in line? You don't have one? You mean you mean for like, like what director, we did, no? the director, and then one direct, another <laughs> actually, director. I actually, I actually had David Fincher actually. Okay, okay. 
We but, don't have to keep talking about David Fincher yeah, anymore. Right. We, <laughs> I think in this this podcast, we have talked quite a fair bit about him. Yeah. Should yeah. we talk about such a good director? Uh, I'll pass on. You'll okay. pass on. Okay, yeah, I don't have Okay, okay, cool, cool. But David Fincher is a good one. Uh, I think I'll just say my two and three, la, okay, or, or two and one. Uh, basically, I would put Zack Snyder at number two. Mm. Uh, despite his, the ratings that he gets on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. I think he does really great uh, action films. Uh, Man of Steel, you got Justice League, uh, you got Army of the Dead and Slash uh, Army, oh, Ar- yeah, Army yeah, yeah. of Thieves. Uh, you have the classic 300. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah, man. With uh, Russell Crowe. Are you not entertained? This is Sparta. Sparta. was such a classic yeah. though. And um, as much as I wa- I have want- been wanting to watch this show, I haven't watched it yet, but I know that it'll be good. La. Uh, Watchmen. Oh, it's good. Uh, so, so I feel like it's so cool because in 20, two, uh, 2009, this film came out, The Watchmen. Yeah. And now there is a series. a series of it on HBO called Watchmen. Watchmen. And the ratings are so good. It's good. Yeah, it's I... so good. I will co-sign it. It's actually really good. I watched yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, that's that's for Zack Snyder. For me, I feel he's uh, he has a very interesting take on like cinematography, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you watch Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I want to put uh, Christ- Okay, I'll put Christopher Nolan as like a runner-up because I love him to bits, but he's not the main one. I think. Okay. As, as much as I love his films, of course, Dark Knight. Uh, Rises and stuff like that and uh, the Dark Knight trilogy th- those are like my favourites number one it's a bit funny that I'm putting it at, at him as number one because I feel this movie is a movie that I can watch and always be like what the heck yeah. uh, Quentin Tarantino oh, Pop yes. Fiction oh my god I want it yeah yes it's in so, my list um, <laughs> uh, my friend introduced my me list. to this show <laughs> oh it's a show is it it's a, it's a, no, it's a movie it's a movie, it's oh, a movie. Okay, okay. what's it called my, my, uh, Pop, Pop Fiction, fiction. Pop fiction. it's on Netflix uh, my, my, my my friend introduced me to this show and I was just like okay I watched it with him and like when I watched it I was just like oh, what does it even mean <laughs> Man, I don't I don't know but then the more I watch it and the more I understand Quentin Tarantino this is his signature his signature is always like you know uh random ass uh, sort of like uh, scenes in a way but his films are usually pretty con- tra- controversial uh, but if you don't appreciate pop culture films or pop culture references you'll find yourself scratching your head most of the time lah, okay you need to understand like pop culture stuff when you watch Quentin Tarantino then you need you understand and truly appreciate his films yeah, uh, overall has a very unique style to his film lah. Uh, and I really do appreciate his his filmmaking. Actually, he's a he's a real up there for me. That's la. a good segue yeah. because I had Quentin Tarantino in my list, and I had Pulp Fiction as my favorite films. Uh, Tarantino, he one of his signatures also like he has he always has his non-linear storyline. Mm, yeah, it it, it like doesn't. I would say it doesn't connect, it is, it, but somehow no, it feels like suddenly like can connect. Yeah. It's not. Like it's not in chronological order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's always a lot of flashbacks, yeah, 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 montages, yeah. a lot of dark humor, graphic <laughs> violence, no yeah. neo noir, and lots of profanity, of course. Yeah. A lot of extended dialogues. He always Do, likes. He always. He always likes to let a scene breathe just the extra bit. Yeah. Like little extra bit. Like it doesn't cut very. Hmm. Past, you know, it's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. it's like he just likes the scene breathe a bit more, which is like really authentic. Till this day, we don't know what's inside the box. If yeah, <laughs> for, yeah, for we never know. know yeah, what, what pop fiction you understand. Yeah, that's, what also, I mean. that's also one of his signatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am- ambiguous endings. You never really know. Yeah, what's yeah, yeah. Gonna, yeah. yeah. You just end like that and just yeah. Yeah, what? Mm. <laughs> and 
you skipped on Christopher Nolan, but I do want to talk about Christopher because he's in my top. Yeah. He's my he's I'm my giving he's, you the, he's the, on the, number the, two. Yeah. He he's a lot of emphasis on realism because he you, you watch all the films, right? You see a lot of explosions, big, big stuff. It's not most of it is not a VFX decision. Most of it is real life mm-hmm. practical effects. And he's not a fan of filming in studios. He likes to film in real life. In locations. real life, use real uh, real things, real yeah. explosions. Yeah. And he, 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 most of his films are set in like urban settings. Mm-hmm. Right. He doesn't make a lot of country movies, anything like that. No space films, whatever. <laughs> or like war. Yeah. It's very urban settings. Uh, yeah. He's, he does his signature. A lot of handheld camera work. Mm. Right. You don't see a lot of uh, Ricks in his films it's always handheld a lot, a lot of science into it man especially if you watch like Interstellar like, do you know like, li- li- he literally like had to come up with like a sort of an equation yeah uh, he had to go he had to consult, like, he had to consult yeah, uh, a scientist like to make like a black hole like envision he's, he's very interested in the sophisticated concepts yeah and like meta, which makes it so interesting meta fiction yeah. and all this yeah which is like very fresh I can understand why it's confusing to the regular movie goers but also it's kind of addictive because whenever a Christopher Nolan movie comes out you're like I need to watch it even yeah. though I but don't understand it but some people feel it's boring you know that's the thing you know is so, it? The, the, yeah, yeah, some people <laughs> feel To be fair, boring. Tenet was a little bit boring compared to other films. Hey, some people already say Interstellar is boring already. Like, uh, no, I get that. If no, my no, mom no, wants to watch it, uh, she'll just Bro. be like, what's no, no, going no. on? No, I get that. I get, I get I get, why people say it's boring. Even though I don't find it boring, yeah, I yeah. get why. But, it's, but if you stay the course, great freaking Sorry, film. Sorry guys, I'm he's, just he's, so he's taken away by like, Matthew McConaughey. I remember I watched Tenet. Is it called Tenet? Yeah, Tenet, Tenet, yeah. I watched Tenet in cinema and that's the most that's the most recent film I got to watch in the cinema. The uh, Christopher Nolan's oh, film, Christopher film, okay. Recent one, no. Uh, I know he's coming out with another one. I watched him right in the cinema. I was like, scratching my head, man. <laughs> so what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you watch, if you... but 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 it's not a bad bad thing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it keeps like it, it keeps, keeps you thinking. thinking. It keeps you thinking. But your favorite Christopher Nolan film was The Dark Knight, right? I I want to say it's The Dark Knight, but I think Inception has got to be one for me. For me, it's neither. For me, I like The Prestige. I uh the prestige by uh it's uh Hugh Jackman, uh, Hugh Jackman and, and uh, Kristen Bale. Kristen Bale, yeah. I never watched that, but I heard of it before. You should watch I it. Saw it's the, a classic. I saw the scenes la, like because of it's one the, of the earlier films that yeah. he made. Yeah. So we're talking about a lot of famous directors and famous filmmakers, yes. right? We'll come to an end to another episode. <laughs> it, was a, it was actually a very good discussion because I feel like we talk about movies but never really talk about the people behind the films. Yeah. And the main is, men, the directors. They deserve the credit, guys. They so do. if you can, please do stay back for the credits and do just witness the names that come on screen. They put so much effort into a film that took months or even years in planning or yeah. to, to produce for just like what? Yeah. A 15 buck ticket that you have to watch on the big screen. Imagine filming for a year for just two hours of footage. That's crazy, it's a lot guys. Of work, right? That's crazy. Here's another tip. If you're a film goer, please watch films based on the directors, not based on actors. Because yeah. actors are just projection of the director's vision. Right? Like, look, 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 look at it. Uh, I, I like what you say. For example, you see like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's great in Marvel, but suddenly when Doolittle came out, although his performance was great, but Doolittle like was just like, eh. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how he does in Open Hyper. Yes, that's good. Yeah. All right. So we have come to another end of the episode of Shilati's podcast. I hope you guys liked it. Please follow us on our socials. Listen to us. We're on Apple Music and Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Sorry. Podcasts and, and Spotify. Spotify. We call it Shilati's podcast. Yeah. This and is on me, V Doc, Vinod, Weyong, Simon, signing Simon. off from another episode of the Shilati. See you guys next week. Peace out.
Cheers. Ciao. Cheers. Uh, what? <laughs>